y'all. Welcome back to Brealizations. This week, I am going to share with you four life rules that I live by and what they do for me and how they totally changed my life. If you like this episode, please like it, share it, subscribe, anything. Every little thing that you do counts and it helps me spread the word. We really appreciate you being here. Let's dive right in. Go ahead and grab your waters. Cheers. Take a sip. All right, let's get this started. Four rules I live by. Number one, if you can't own up to it, don't do it. It's as simple as that. I use this for absolutely everything in my life. If I cannot talk about it, I will not do it. That has saved me so much heartache, so much self-doubt. It has saved me a lot of things. If we are doing things that we can't own up to, we really lose ourselves in those actions. So what I started doing was flipping the script. If there was something that I wanted to do, but I couldn't confidently talk about it, I would start asking myself questions. Why was I so nervous? Why did I feel so much judgment around these things? I'm going to compare it with food. I don't know about you, but for me, I had a lot of things that I liked to eat in private. I liked to eat all by myself, and I used to think that it was because I just liked the peace around eating it all by myself. It turns out what it really was is that I loved that I could just start eating and watching a show and never stop. I could keep going. Nobody was going to judge me. Nobody was going to ask me any questions. It felt like I had some peace for the first time in my day. And I didn't want it to end. So I just wanted to keep eating and keep watching TV. And I never wanted that moment to stop. What I realized, though, was that that turned into very sneaky behavior. I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable with what I was doing, how much I was eating. And it wasn't bringing me as much happiness as I thought. When we have these sneaky behaviors with how we eat and we can't confidently share what we're doing, we feel like it's wrong or it's bad and we shame ourselves. So then that act starts to feel awful and you start to feel like it's bad. You start to feel the weight of the guilt and all of a sudden your secret behavior doesn't feel as fun anymore. In fact, it starts to feel really toxic and that never serves us. So when we start asking, why? Why can't we own up to it? What are we fearful of? It makes us start looking at our beliefs. It makes us look at why we believe the things that we do, what experiences we've had that back this feeling, what people around us said about this growing up. 
we have a lot of things around it. So we don't do it if we can't own up to it. We work through it. We find a way to make it so that we are confident in our decisions, confident in our actions. Once we get confident about what we are doing, we don't leave any holes. So if somebody came up to me and they said, wow, Brie, you're sure eating a lot right now and you're a coach and you are all about health and wellness and I'm surprised to see you eating like this. I'm confident now. So I don't take that as a negative. I don't see that question as them attacking me. What I see it as is they're genuinely curious. They want to eat like me and they want what I'm projecting. The thing is, is that I really live my life by these rules. So if I am eating something and people think it's a lot or it is a bad food and they're surprised to see me eating it, I am confident in what I do because I make sure that I eat things that are fulfilling me throughout the day. If I've been thinking about having a dessert all day and I know I'm going to get a dessert, I'm not going to get pasta and stuff myself. No, I am going to make sure that everything else that I am eating, it's revolving around what I really want, which brings us right into rule number two. Get what you want. I love to eat dessert before dinner <laughs> and I've gotten a lot of slack for that in my life and a lot of people telling me that's not what you do. It wasn't okay to do that. So when I started doing things how I wanted, me first and foremost, I a lot of times, I don't even want dinner. I just want something snacky. I want a dessert. I want something that just feels great. And some days to me, that is a dessert. In my brain, it doesn't make sense. Why would I fill myself up on dinner just to scarf down this piece of cake or whatever it is that I wanted and not really be able to enjoy it? I want to be able to have the best time ever with the thing that I want. I'm using all food today because I see this a lot with how we eat and how we think about ourselves. So I'm really trying to shake that up and I'm always getting better there. When we are focused on getting what we really want, things change. If you're at a buffet and you go up and you say, okay, well, I got to get a little bit of everything. Why? Why do you have to get a little bit of everything? I guarantee you that there are foods in that buffet that do not serve you. They do not bring you joy. They do not bring you happiness. They just simply exist. And it's something that you think that you need. So first and foremost, we want to think about why. Why do you reach for that? A lot of people tell me it's something that their parents did or something that they did as kids. And so they just have a lifetime with it. That's very understandable. These changes don't happen overnight. So when we start to get curious about why we do the things that we do, all of these come to light. 
once we start to be able to look at it for what our experience really is and let it make sense, we don't have the same guilt around it. We don't see it as such a negative. We see it as a comforting time. We see it as something that makes us think of people we love. It was good, joyful experiences for us. So of course you hang on to this. And of course, when you have a stressful day, you go to what you know to make you happy. But right there, all we need to do is tweak it. We need to tweak it to fit your life now, your goals now, who you want to be now. When you get what you really want, it makes you go through it first. It makes you figure out what it is you really want. Because a lot of us don't know. A lot of us are running off of our old patterns, our old programming. We aren't really sure who we are now without all of that. So we start to strip it away. So think back to that buffet. What is it in that buffet that you really, really want? Find the foods that bring you the most satisfaction. Whether you say that's going to be three things, that's going to be 10 things, however you do it. And then you put them in portions so that you can enjoy each and everything fully and wholly. If you think about your favorite food, it typically doesn't taste the same as the first bite and the last bite. Because by the last bite, we're over it. We're full. We're trying to stuff it in there more. And it's not fulfilling. It is not fun. It makes us feel like garbage on the inside when we do that to ourselves. Now think about that experience and think about when you stop earlier to where you don't feel like you're so full you have to unbutton your pants. When you feel like you have energy instead of wanting to go home and just sit down. When we think about our experience in a whole, we want to maximize our pleasure. We want it to be the best experience, which rolls us right into number three. Centralize what you do. Centralize your experiences. This again, with everything in your life, works across the board. The more you feel it, the more you check in, the more you enjoy it, the better it will be. That's everything. So we're going to stay on track here and talk about our food and how we eat. A lot of us, we come home, we've had a stressful day. We've been running everywhere. We have everybody's everything put upon us and we are exhausted. We're burnt out. We're done. The last thing we want to think about is making food and eating that food. We're not thinking about peace. We're not thinking about calm. We're just exhausted. We're not thinking about anything except for how exhausted we are. Then we sit down with whatever we want or we stand in the kitchen just pop, 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 popping everything in your mouth. And it's not fun. Think about when you have a meal and you eat it so fast. 
you don't enjoy it, you don't even really taste it. And afterwards, you still feel like you're missing something. So you go look for something else. You get in the cupboard and you see what you can find. And you eat until you either feel satisfied or you eat until you feel sick. A lot of times we leave ourselves feeling sick and still craving something. What we're looking for is inside. And we're putting that on our outside sources in people, in food, in experiences, everything. I always used to say that I couldn't do this life that I'm doing now unless I had moved to California where it was warm all the time. Guess what? I'm still in Iowa and I am very much so doing this life. We can do anything that we want. It's just a matter of moving towards it every day. So with eating, I'm not telling you that today from this point on, that's it. You're never going to shove food in your mouth. You are never going to eat something so fast that you didn't enjoy it. I'm telling you that today is the day that you bring awareness to this. Today is the day that you never shove food in your mouth again. And at some point in time during that, you don't stop and think about this very moment. Raising our awareness is huge. And why wouldn't you want a great experience with food? Man, so many of us have had negative relationships with food for a lifetime. When we centralize it, when we slow it down, we savor it. We let ourselves take in the smells, the sound. We take in the color. We take in everything. It's so much nicer. Before we go into this experience of having a meal or having a snack, if we sit down and we really set the scene, we romanticize it. You light a candle, you turn on some music, you clean up your environment, you make it so that your space makes you feel clear, makes you feel calm, makes you feel good. And then you set the scene. You set up your plate, you set up where you're sitting, and you have your peace. It's not watching a show, it's not zoning out, taking some deep breaths, letting your shoulders relax, letting your jaw relax, <sighs> setting the scene. When you eat, you slow down, you savor those sensations. You set your food down, you set your utensils down, you get a drink of water. Cheers, let's do that. You make it a really great part of your day and you just savor it and you let yourself feel that peace. That is what we need. We need some calm in our chaos. We need experiences with food where we enjoy it, where we savor it, where we stop making it so much about the weight and good versus bad and, you know, what the new 
no-no foods are. I mean, they're coming out with new stuff every day. It's just about getting curious, playing around and having fun and enjoying this experience. Savor it. That brings us right into rule number four. Happiness is an inside job. It all starts with you. We put a lot of stock, really, in other people and in outside sources to really lift us up and to really change how we are. Happiness comes deep from within. When we're popping things into our mouth, when we are eating so fast we can't taste it, when we're constantly looking for more food sources to fill that void that we're looking for, it never does us any favors. Because the food doesn't exist to fill voids for you. The food exists to help you live. The food is just supposed to be fuel for your body. And if you're eating something that isn't, it should be because you genuinely love the experience. A lot of us are so checked out of everything these days. Our relationships, our eating habits, our work lives with our kids, with ourselves. We're just really far away from who we were born to be. And it's really hard to feel truly happy when you don't feel connected to yourself, when you feel far away from your desires and your dreams. And trust me, I know, it's a lot easier to just, like, pop things in, to just eat those feelings away, to sit on the couch and watch your shows, and to not do anything about it. But it's, it's not fun. It's not what life should be. Life is an experience. Life is yours to find your purpose, your passion. Life is yours for a reason. And somewhere along the way, we all lost sight of what we were here to do. Things got hard. Things got complicated. And we had a whole lot of people who were out here doing things that they couldn't own up to. And they weren't getting what they wanted. They were running on assumptions of what other people wanted from them or what other people needed. We weren't centralizing. We were numbing. We're checking out. And then we're projecting our happiness onto other people. Nobody should have that kind of power over you. That power is meant for you. 
We are the only ones that can truly make ourselves happy. We are the only ones that truly can learn what we need. But we can't do that if we're living a life full of actions we can't own up to, numbed out experiences, never ever making it about what we want. How do we ever expect to be happy? And it's funny because a lot of times when I say this, people will say to me, well, I get it, but it's rude. (laughs) How in the world did we make it a rule that it is rude to think about ourselves first? That it's selfish, that it is all of these negative emotions behind it. If I've learned anything on this journey, It's that the more that I am true to myself, the better everyone is around me, the better everyone feels, the better we work together, and the safer everything feels. It's interesting because I used to bury a lot of who I was, and I was kind of a dick if I'm going to be real honest. (laughs) Uh, When I was not really feeling it, I was not very nice. And I had a sharp tongue and I knew how to use it. It was a coping mechanism. It was trauma. It was me being afraid of the life that I wanted, of not being good enough, of not being anything that I needed to be. It was me being really hard on myself and everything that I said that was mean or that was not in my best judgment. It was because I was hurting and I wasn't getting what I needed and I wasn't able to own up to things and I was just checked out. I wasn't happy and the people around me weren't giving me what I needed every second. And so it was their fault. It wasn't mine. It was my job. It was where I lived. It was, it was cold. It was somebody was being mean to me or whatever. I always had a reason why my behavior was okay. But once I started making it truly about me, I realized I never act in ways that would be harmful to others. I am never intentionally lashing out. I am never intentionally trying to harm anyone. And really, I never do anymore. I might trigger some things (laughs) and I might cause some friction by the questions that I ask because I'm genuinely curious, but it's just because they fight with their own negative feelings on it. They really have their own things where when they tell me something and I ask a question, they feel like I'm attacking them because they're attacking themselves. It feels wrong to them. They know that they did the action, but this is the first time they're really owning up to it and it doesn't always feel good. But again, 
I'm asking because I really want to know. I'm really curious because I don't understand that situation. So I want to know. I want to know why. How did we get here? How are we so far off track? I want to know so that we can turn it into something powerful. So that we can figure out how to reroute. How do we use these feelings and just funnel them into something amazing? That's what I want to do. So as long as I'm being true to myself and letting whatever questions I want to know just fly, good things always come from it, even if it generates some friction at first. And if somebody really ever got mad at me for just being curious, I just know they're not really supposed to be there right now. They're not really ready for it. And that's okay too. We are all on our own timelines. But again, happiness is an inside job. And I'm going to ask questions until we can get it figured out. Because I really want that for everyone. Me being true to myself harms not one person. Self-included. When I was running off assumptions and I was worrying about everyone but me, I hurt a lot of people. Unintentionally. But I did a lot of damage. And I just never wanted that. That was never what I was trying to do. I love helping. I love humans. I love knowing the why. I've always been so intrigued by that. Happiness for me is being able to ask questions the way a four-year-old would in a safe space. I want to ask all the questions. I want to know all the things. And I want people around me who love that and who are excited because they want to share. So it's all about building a life that you want. And we can't do that when we're not living life this way. So let's recap. Grab one more drink of water and get comfy. Go ahead and let your eyes close if you're in a safe space or just let your body relax. Whatever feels good to you. Take a big breath in through the nose and out. One more big breath in and out. Where do these rules fit your life? Think about what needs to flip. Which one stands out the most? Where your attention goes. Rule one. If you can't own it, don't do it. Get curious. Find out why you can't own it. Find out why you still want to do it. Do you truly think that it's bad? 
or is it just things that have been said? Is it something you can reroute? Funnel it into something powerful and good? How do you turn it around so that you can do it and own it? Breathe it in. Rule two, get what you want. Get clear about what it is that you really want. What needs to change? What do you need to make room for? What needs to leave your life? What do you need a break from? Get what you want. Breathe it in and out. Centralize your experience. Rule number three. How can you centralize more of your life? How can you check in more? Be in the moment. Let yourself feel it. Let yourself enjoy it. Let yourself be in each moment. Breathe it in and out. Rule four, happiness is an inside job. Ask yourself, do I truly deserve happiness? Do I truly deserve my desires? Do I truly believe in myself? If any of that does not feel in alignment with who you are right now, ask yourself why. Why you don't feel you deserve these things. You can do all you want. You can try all you want. But if you don't believe that you deserve happiness, if you don't believe that you can have happiness, if you don't believe that you are enough, you will always be standing in your own way. Happiness is an inside job. Breathe it in. And out. If these rules feel good to you, try them. Try one, try all four, try whatever combination you want. Make your own rules. It's your life.
Let your eyes slowly open. Shake it out. The next seven days, it's all about you, baby. Let's make them the best. Let's feel those feels. Let's let ourselves deserve a great life. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, like, share, subscribe, send this to your friends, your family, whoever you think needs to hear it. We're all in this together, y'all. Let's do big things. Stay vibey, friends.